0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Full by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...parish and the parishes adjacent more than in any other parish, although there were none set down of the plague, all which tells us that the infection was handed on and the succession of the distemper really preserved, though it seemed to us at that time to be ceased, and to come again, in a manner surprising. It might be also, that the infection might remain in other parts of the same parcel of goods which at first it came in, and which might not be perhaps opened, or at least not fully. Or, in the clothes of the first infected person. For I cannot think that anybody could be seized, with the contagion, in a fatal and mortal degree, for nine weeks together, and support his state of health so well, as even not to discover it to themselves. Yet, if it were so, the argument is the stronger in favour of what I am saying, namely, that the infection is retained in bodies apparently well, and conveyed from them to those they converse with, while it is known to neither the one nor the other. Great were the confusions at that time upon this very account, and when people began to be convinced that the infection was received, in this surprising manner, from persons apparently well, They began to be exceeding shy and jealous of every one that came near them. Once, on a public day, whether a Sabbath day or not, I do not remember, in Aldgate Church, in a pew full of people, on a sudden one fancied she smelt an ill smell. Immediately she fancies the plague was in the pew, whispers her notion or suspicion to the next, then rises and goes out of the pew it immediately took with the next and so to them all and every one of them and of the two or three adjoining pews got up and went out of the church nobody knowing what it was offended them or from whom this immediately filled everybody's mouths with one preparation or other such as the old woman directed, and some perhaps as physicians directed, in order to prevent infection by the breath of others, insomuch that, if we came to go into a church when it was anything full of people, there would be such a mixture of smells at the entrance, that it was much more strong, though perhaps not so wholesome, than if you were going into an apothecary's or druggist's shop. In a word, the whole church was like a smelling-bottle. In one corner it was all perfumes, in another aromatics, balsamics, and variety of drugs and herbs, in another salts and spirits, as every one was furnished for their own preservation. Yet I observed that, after people were possessed, as I have said, with the belief, or rather assurance, of the infection being thus carried on by persons apparently in health, the churches and meeting-houses were much thinner of people than at other times before that they used to be. For this is to be said of the people of London, that during the whole time of the pestilence, the churches or meetings were never wholly shut up nor did the people decline coming out to the public worship of God, except only in some parishes when the violence of the distemper was more particularly in that parish at that time, and even then no longer than it continued to be so. Indeed, nothing was more strange than to see with what courage the people went to the public service of God even at that time when they were afraid to stir out of their very own houses upon any other occasion—this, I mean, before the time of desperation, which I have mentioned already. This was a proof of the exceeding populousness of the city at the time of the infection, notwithstanding the great numbers that were gone into the country at the first alarm, and that fled out into the forests and woods— when they were further terrified with the extraordinary increase of it. For when we came to see the crowds and throngs of people, which appeared on the Sabbath days at the churches, and especially in those parts of the town where the plague was abated, or where it was not yet come to its height, it was amazing. But of this I shall speak again presently. I return, in the meantime, to the article of infecting one another, at first, before people came to right notions of the infection, and of infecting one another. People were only shy of those that were really sick, a man with a cap on his head, or with clothes round his neck, which was the case of those that had swellings there. Such was indeed frightful. But, when we saw a gentleman, dressed, with his band on, and his gloves in his hand, his hat upon his head, and his hair combed, of such we had not the least apprehensions, and people conversed a great while freely, especially with their neighbours, and such as they knew. But when the physicians assured us that the danger was as well from the sound, that is, the seemingly sound, as the sick, and that those people who thought themselves entirely free were oftentimes the most fatal, and that it came to be generally understood that people were sensible of it, and of the reason of it, then, I say, they began to be jealous of everybody, and a vast number of people locked themselves up, so as not to come abroad into any company at all nor suffer any that had been abroad, in promiscuous company, to come into their houses, or near them, at least not so near them as to be within the reach of their breath, or of any smell from them. And, when they were obliged to converse at a distance with strangers, they would always have preservatives in their mouths, and about their clothes, to repel and keep off the infection. It must be acknowledged that, when people began to use these cautions, they were less exposed to danger, and the infection did not break into such houses so furiously as it did into others before, and thousands of families were preserved, speaking, with due reserve, to the direction of divine providence, by that means. But it was impossible to beat anything into the heads of the poor. They went on with the usual impetuosity of their tempers, full of outcries and lamentations when taken, but madly careless of themselves, foolhardy and obstinate, while they were well. Where they could get employment, they pushed into any kind of business, the most dangerous and most liable to infection, AND IF THEY WERE SPOKEN TO, THEIR ANSWER WOULD BE, I MUST TRUST TO GOD FOR THAT. IF I AM TAKEN, THEN I AM PROVIDED FOR, AND THERE IS AN END OF ME, AND THE LIKE. OR THUS, WHY, WHAT MUST I DO? I CAN'T STARVE. I HAD AS GOOD HAVE THE PLAGUE AS PERISH FOR THAT. I HAVE NO WORK. WHAT COULD I DO? I MUST DO THIS, OR BEG. Suppose it was burying the dead, or attending the sick, or watching infected houses—